Hi, welcome to the Keep Streets Live podcast. And we're joined today with Police Inspector Diane Bradbury and Paul Walker from Carlisle City Council. And we're going to be talking about the guide to busking in Carlisle, which we've just worked together to set up now. Okay. This is Errol. (laughs) Yeah, hi guys. Yeah, so do you guys want to talk a little bit about uh, maybe what what happened? Well, should we talk a little bit about what happened and what... Yeah, if if I start from... um, where it all began maybe so you came into the city centre it was last year now it was November yeah November time yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, just to sort of confirm I'm Inspector Di Bradbury and I'm responsible for um, the city centre as well as Carl Island outlying rural areas so quite a big patch but the only place really that people come to busk is is in the city centre I'd had limited involvement before in anything to do with busking so um, when I got your complaint, now I'll go into that a little bit, it, it was really interesting for me to have a look at some of the um, uh, policies that were produced by the council, what really guidelines were there for busking and things. So my understanding is you came to busk in November and you were um, went outside a spot that looks really appealing but it just happens to be underneath um, residence flats, one of the only resident areas in Carlisle. Um, and you were asked to leave and you said, well, mm, not so sure. And then you were asked to leave again. And then my police officers and PCSOs came and handed you a copy of the public place protection. Public, public space, space protection, protection order, order. yes. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Um, and, and you challenged it mm-hmm. because when you read it, it seemed to be pertinent to cars and volume of music from cars, not busking. Mm-hmm. And that was the only sort of legislation that my guys had to, to go on. Um, so you put your complaint in and I had a little research and then I spoke to you and actually do you know what? I agreed with you that it didn't look right what was on the public space protection order, it did seem to refer mm-hmm. um, just to cars but then of course I made inquiries with the council um, and um, they told me how, how it had come about the public space protection order and actually although the wording was a bit um, rubbish <laughs> yeah I'll just say it um, it was pertinent it did cover busking it just wasn't obvious at all in that wording and it made me think do you know what I think there's a way forward here and of course we spoke what you said was well we had a bit of an email, email correspondence then we spoke and I thought no this is the way forward it's not just a complaint this that I can resolve because there's more underlying issues to it um, and I was talking to a team member of mine who said Harrogate have got a really good code of conduct for busking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he dug that out for me, he got that and I looked at it and then we started sharing it and from that I think that's we've got to where we are. Mm-hmm. So there's yourselves, there's um, Chester as well mmm um, and um, Andy from the council um, and, and, between, well, and Helen, yeah, yeah of course yeah. Helen. So between us I think we've come up with a really decent supportive guide that protects the rights of buskers mm-hmm. it even covers if buskers are having sort of disputes problems. over yeah. patches as well yeah um covers the sensitive areas in cars so they're the ones where there's residents basically yeah um and it's, and it's a go-to document but it's new this is this is between us from the complaint and you were dead right to challenge i mean i did i did say to you didn't i thanks for your complaint mm-hmm. and i genuinely meant that because it opened up whole new avenue for us, mm-hmm. built some really good relationships I think. 
Absolutely. Definitely. Broken Definitely. down some barriers. Definitely. Definitely. And you also uh, spoke to the residents in the um, sensitive areas as well, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, me and one of my sergeants went down, um, and there was about four or five residents turned up. So, um, the way that it works is when those residences were, were built, yeah. the city centre wasn't quite as it is now. You know, McDonald's wasn't there, and Costas wasn't there, and, and that sort of thing. So it's developed around the residents, and they accept that busking. They definitely accept that busking is part of the life of the city centre. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, listening to the residents sometimes, especially if buskers are repetitive and they send the play, play the same six or seven songs over and over, they've left they've left the homes to go out for the day, rather than put up. And then sometimes when they've challenged, they've been met with abuse. And lots of the residents are a certain age group where they might not particularly feel that confident about approaching, yeah. you know, buskers anyway, or, or anybody. Um, and it's left them feeling quite alienated. So I think it was dead important. We had some really good discussions around that. Yeah. It was really important. We, we met with them, um, and they were really pleased with this. Mm -hmm. And they accept that sometimes we're busking underneath. They do. They accept that. Um, but that there's some protection for them there, you know. So if you're asked to move, you'll be offered other pitches to go to. And I think when we were talking, when we looked at the map that Andy produced, um, there were pitches that you hadn't thought of. Definitely. That are really good ones, <clears throat> actually, and yeah. get a good footfall. So it's maybe opened up the arena for you. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. definitely for especially for visiting buskers as well who don't necessarily know the city. Yeah. You know, it's it's good to have a, a map there that give you gives you an idea of different places that you can go that that you're not gonna uh, find any sort of problems with the authorities and stuff. So which is always good. I think um, as a city we're exceptionally lucky um, in that we do attract buskers from far and wide. I mean, there is a regular busker that attends the city centre every couple of weeks or so, and he travels from Glasgow to do so. So. In some respects, we should feel quite privileged that our city centre is highly thought of in that respect. Um, and in terms of the mixed use of it, um, as we know, town centres and city centres everywhere are struggling. But in Carlisle, it, it does seem to book the trend somewhat, and perhaps that's due to the mixed use development. So accepting that there are residents living in the immediate city centre, yeah. identifying the areas where they live, is actually beneficial to the buskers anyway, um, because their presence diversifies the use of the city centre and keeps it vibrant yeah. um, so that there is a footfall there and there's an audience for buskers to play to. Yeah, yeah we love coming to Carlisle to busk. It's, it's a friendly city and it's a nice environment to play in as well and people really enjoy it. It's, it's a good place to come and mm. we enjoy it. And just the, the guidance notes that it won't just be a standalone document, yeah, we'll try and make them as attractive as possible, but for buskers that are visiting on the day, we're, we're producing a quick reference guide as well with just the bullet points on, yeah, so that we can just hand out, um, because yeah. sometimes it's difficult when a busker's performing a set to actually interrupt that set, and we yeah. don't like as officers to necessarily do that, um, I understand that but yeah. we can hand them the quick reference guide mid-set. Mm -hmm. and then when they're finished they can have a look and if there's any questions they can come to us and ask. That's um, but we want to make it as easy and accessible as possible. Um, but the root of this is almost like a, a self-policing mechanism mm -hmm. so that buskers don't encounter problems when they visit Carlisle um, and so that they don't encounter problems when they come across each other trying to buy for the same pitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And also it works um, 
for the businesses as well. Um, I don't know, have you guys been rolling any of this out slowly at all over the past few months or not? not? really. We will be doing shortly. Um, there is a group of city centre businesses which is about to start meeting um, and this will certainly be something that I'd, they'll be made aware of. I just wonder because um, we came busking the other day um, and the reason I wondered was um, it was in action. It was working in action, it was great. Um, we'd move spots slightly and when we'd move spots, it meant that the amplifier was um, closer to another closer shop, to basically. Shop. Yeah. And the lady came out and asked us if we'd turn down. We offered to move, and she asked us not to move. She asked us just to turn down. So that was really good. And I just wondered if you guys had actually been speaking to people or not, because in for, it Not was in a great. formal manner, not yet. Um, we do need to finalise the guidelines. They're still somewhat draft. I mean, they're, they're largely there. Yeah. Um, and within the next couple of weeks, they'll be ready to go. Um, and at which point we'll engage with local businesses and just make sure that they appreciate the needs of the buskers and the buskers appreciate the needs of the people that have to work and live and shop and spend leisure time in the city centre. Yeah. Um, and one thing that is apparent in Carlisle, given the nature of the city centre, is it does lend itself to creative use. Um, it's a brilliant space, traffic free, virtually yeah. flat. Um, and, and we should encourage that use by buskers. Um, but only this week I've had to broker a deal between two groups of buskers that wanted the same pitch and, and it was relatively easy, having read the guidelines, that they did two hours each and two yeah. turns. So Brilliant. that is great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, was there a lack of busking spots or were they just... No, they wanted the same. They wanted the right, okay. Yeah. So they set up next to each other and they worked together and they one you know, did a set and then the other did a set. And it broke the monotony as well. Um, mm -hmm. As Diana said, you know, when you get the same six yeah. or seven songs over and over, it, it does become slightly irritating. Yeah. And I suppose as well, if you've, even if you've got a set of... 20 30 songs if you're going to go to the same spot every day yeah. that's going to be repetition as well um and this is something that we've uh, been speaking about with uh, at, at keep streets live recently is about the about repetition it's not just about playing the same song on the same day t two or three times it's about maybe going back and playing in the same spot every, every day. day or yeah. three four times a week that's going to affect people even, no matter how good you are. Mm. Unfortunately that's not something that we tend to suffer from but when we get different buskers in it's interesting to see where the preferred pitches are because everyone is different mm -hmm. yeah. um, and the music lends itself to a different place. Um, it might be an acoustic reason, I, I'm not an expert. But I think there's something, I don't know whether you feel the same, but I find when you go to a place, I feel, I feel sort of drawn to a certain place. You know, like we keep coming and saying yeah. we're going to go near the train station. We've not been near the train station <laughs> it's yet. Really busy. Exactly. But we yeah. keep being drawn to the same spot. Yeah. We needed where the bandstand was then, because when we were discussing, we looked at like the, the map mm -hmm. in the different areas. Every um, time we've been, there's been somebody in a spot which would have it would have mixed that up too yeah. much. What about down near the cathedral? Have you tried? Have you not yet, there? but I'd really like to try near the We're cathedral. Go down there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It would be really yeah. nice from a, a visiting public point of view um, to have stuff in different areas that you wouldn't necessarily expect to see it. There was a, yeah. there was a chap playing um, the accordion on Fisher Street the other day and it was very low level, low impact stuff but mm -hmm. given the nature of the spot it was, it was, it was really, it was quite charming to mm -hmm. see him um, Excellent. and people seemed to respond really well. Good. I think um, just to cover um, 
part of that our sort of agreement was and you've, you've said have we been speaking to people about it yet yeah, we were waiting for the final draft yeah. mm -hmm. um, but when that's done and it is more or less rubber stamp now isn't it I'll send that to the residents um, in Hodgson's court and then there's a training for my lot for my staff so I'm saying my lot so I've got all the PCSOs who work um, well I'll work for Carlisle um, I've got uh, six PCs who go out and about and some problem solvers, some other PCs and sergeants. I'm going to train all of those in this mm -hmm. so that they know exactly what it means, what the discussion points are around it. But like Paul just said, it's quite, it is self-policing and actually this, it, it almost stops with the guys from the council, you guys' conversation. If the police are coming along, it's almost like something has gone wrong really. It might be to yeah. sort out more of a um, uh, tricky disagreement. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. But it also makes the council and the police um, more approachable. Definitely. To because Definitely. if a new busker came into town and, and they knew about the guidelines, they know that we know. So yeah. they, they, and can, they, they can come to any yeah. of our offices, yeah. uh, council officers you. or police officers, and ask a question. Mm -hmm. You know, and we we do tend to be supportive and promote uh, you know promote the use that's of the fantastic. area because yeah. that's. That's part of the quirk of our high street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's absolutely brilliant. It's got on the council website, isn't it? Yeah. And then I think you're going to hand out the bullet pointed list to anybody that's got a pitch. So it's yeah. really, really informative. The beauty that's of it is co produced. It's mm -hmm. um, a template, but then Chester worked on that template anyway for Harrogate. Right. So we were revisiting something that he'd already done. Yeah. And we just gave it a, a tweak to fit to Carlisle. Can I ask you guys what's your experience been from you know from that complaint to this journey that we've been on? Personally, I think it's been fantastic. I'm really pleased with the way that we've all managed to work together, and we went from a slightly hostile situation where, if yeah. um, you know, um, the, your colleague was. Um, he was very stressed by mm. by everything. You know, he was he was getting um, a lot of complaints and. Um, and it, he was he was very stressed, and hopefully this will help to alleviate his yeah. stress because that fact, it's not fair. you know that has a knock-on effect. We all end up mm. sort of well, uh, in a vicious circle in the end. It's a human nature thing. Nobody exactly. likes to tell someone they can't do something, and nobody mm -hmm. likes to be told. So exactly. we end so, up in yeah. a in a vicious circle. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I'm delighted personally. Delighted Me too. With I think the way it's worked out. Really positive. Um, really good. And the other thing to mention as well is that it's going. Uh, uh, the public space protection order won't be used against buskers in Carlisle um, if you've got any enforcement uh, problems, will they? They're going to use a um, community protection notice, was it, if there are any issues? Warning. If, but only if um, a busker isn't, has been warned it would be on a many very, occasions very or whatever. Resort, yes, but exactly. that's, it, it is there as a deterrent and, mm -hmm. and we're not afraid to use that, but it is a very last resort. And something that I would like to ask yourself about was when I uh, sent the complaint to you, um, one of the things is about the guidance from the Home Office about um, public uh, antisocial behaviour legislation not being used against buskers unless it is um, genuinely antisocial behaviour. So um, I guess I'd like just your input on that really and from this and both of you, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the legislation that we had was the, was the councils, um, and they had put you know a great deal of thought into mm -hmm. that. It had been run by the legal, and there was no intention at all for that to be no. used against busking, and you know it's not mentioned in there um, at all. In fact, can I just digress a little bit? Chester raised a really interesting point, didn't he, about um, 
the legal edge that you can busk and I did a bit of research yes, yeah. on the um, police national um, database and you, you can't busk unless you're 16 or over so right. some councils have bylaws that allow you to busk if you're 14 but it's got to be with the permission of your parents and your parents have got to be there but Carlisle don't have that, Andy sent me all the bylaws and I right. went through and it's, um, it's not there so you've got to be 16 anyway, but there's, there was no intention for that ever to be used against busking for antisocial behaviour. The wording in the public space protection order, because it's very much geared to vehicles, although you know we, we, we can use it, um, well, we, we could have used it with busking, was about when it's affecting residents really. Mm -hmm. Just the wording wasn't really transparent. Well, absolutely no intention at all to to use any of that legislation against buskers because it isn't it, it's not the spirit of the act is it's not the spirit of no, the legislation no, absolutely absolutely um, and i think Carla, you know paul's touched on it throughout all of this this conversation but we have really really good relationship generally with buskers i think it's fantastic yeah. and personally i think you're leading by example especially with this um uh, busking guidance, guidance as well yeah. I think it's, it's fantastic terrific. and I think it can really show a lot of other councils a, a good way forward because I know that a lot of places have tried to bring uh, PSPOs in and other legislation against busking and against street performance and I think that it's really sad um, and I think it's maybe a bit misunderstood and I think this could go a long way to, towards helping yeah. to yeah I mean we as a, as a council we're open to and we do work with other local authorities all the time um, so I mean if another local authority was to see this podcast and they wanted to ask us some questions then by all means we're happy to speak to anybody um, but in terms of the use of a PSP um, a public space protection order or similar legislation against busking it, it wouldn't really be a busking issue and in terms of antisocial behaviour we wouldn't apply it to busking unless it was antisocial behaviour so yeah. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure how that would come about um, but that would be the only thing you'd have to go past the point would, of busking yeah, yeah. really I mean, wouldn't it, it? Yeah. Yeah, into some, into, some, yeah, into was, a different yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, if it was an offensive tirade of stuff then fair enough mm -hmm. but that's, that's not busking so mm -hmm. that's fantastic yeah. that's brilliant wonderful this is great that's great fabulous um, have you guys got anything else to add um, no not really just to say it's been a really good learning experience for us all. It's been fantastic. Yeah, I think so. And um, you know, just to echo what Paul said, definitely if any other police force is going to get in touch with with me and see how the conversation you know, how how this came to fruition, or they can plagiarise away, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like did we do with Harrogate. Um it's been a real opportunity and it, you know you've been so supportive of the conversation conversations we've had between, you know, Police yourselves, Chester, um, the council have been well, like a meeting of minds and real problem solving expedition for me. It's just like a thank you for, for raising it in the first place because we've ended up here. That's brilliant. And any buskers that are thinking about playing in Carlisle and would like sight of this before they come, just get in touch with us. Um, if they arrive in Carlisle prior to doing that, um, in the next couple of weeks, the guidelines will be available in the Tourist Information Centre. So. If there's any questions or they want some clarification, just pop in and say That's fantastic. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Diane and Paul, for taking part in the Keep Street Side podcast.